Yes, sir. Why don't you start uh, helping us out in the kitchen? All right. Uh, you can start by sticking your face in, 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 in the freezer and making us some ugly things. <laughs> Junk Man Radio. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you might be. It's me, your pal, Junk Man, back to uh, annoy your asses with the next few hours of Junk Man Radio. I'm glad you could make it. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a beauty. I got uh, fun things to play for you, cool things to talk about, cool music that uh, maybe you have or haven't heard, and uh, an all-new feature happening today with a new sponsor, which is kind of cool. I'm pretty excited about that, as are the sponsors. And uh, there's going to be room for lots more of them in the future, too. So you know. That's one of the things that we're working on. So Always something new at Junkman Radio. So it's a beautiful August uh, day. Southern California coming to you live from Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California. The home of Disneyland, amongst other things. The five freeways right across the street. And we're rocking here. The air conditioning's working. So I'll have to have to do a little ballad to the air conditioning today sometime. I think it's wonderful. I don't have it in my house at Junkland, but I have it here at the studio, and I'm very happy. So what do you say? Let's just get to rocking and uh, start the show. What do you think? Sounds like a good idea to me. Here's Fabulous Thunderbirds on Junk Band Radio. Oh, yeah.
Junkman Radio and the unmistakable voice of the late, great Ronnie James Dio, along with Heaven and Hell, a.k.a. Black Sabbath. And the the last big thing they did from the Devil You Know recording, that one was Bible Black. And a big, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like the swan song of, of Ronnie's career. Sorely missed. Such a great guy. What an amazing singer and performer that man was. And uh, to be able to hook up with his old friends uh, from Black Sabbath, Tony Iommi and Geezer Butler, and record that record, um, The Devil You Know, just kicked ass. It was awesome. Along with Vinnie Apice, or Apice. I always make that mistake, you know. Anyway, Vinnie Apice on drums. And the Bible Black, the name of that song. Love it. And I uh, hope you did, too. Again, that's a good one. That big, thundering guitar and bass sound. Just, oh, man, it just gets you every time. So I hope you had that cranked up really loud if you were listening here. Uh, before that, another great one from Aerosmith. What a timely song that one is. And that one, that's an older song. Living on the Edge from Aerosmith. Song about tolerance and all the things that are going on in society today that you know, we really don't need to get into that. I pretty much, you know, turn on any TV news station, depending on what news station you are, and you'll you'll be able to hear about anything that that song covers. But just great to hear it from Aerosmith. Who, uh, you know, the, the members of Aerosmith, they're still bopping around in one form or another. You know, they're the American Rolling Stones, kind of like that. They just They just keep on going. The original band just about original band, uh, together and still making music and playing with side projects and solo projects and things like that. Uh, the Beach Boys would do it again. I was just I was feeling very Beach Boys because I am a Beach Boy. You know, I live at the beach. I love the beach. I spent a lot of time there. And uh, just uh, was feeling, let's, let's rock. Let's do it again. Get it. It's Junk Band Radio. Started things out with the fabulous Thunderbirds and rock this place. Because that's what we do. 
<laughs> Hope you're enjoying it, man. I'm just getting things started. I've got a lot to talk about and a lot to uh, play for you guys today. Lots and lots of music. My God, it's all coming at you from all directions. New stuff, old stuff, you know, funky stuff, rock stuff. It's all here. It's all here. Junk Band Radio. We cover all the bases, okay? That's okay with you. It's fine with me. Hey, I got some new stuff here from one of my favorite bands. They're called Hailstorm. I'm looking forward to seeing them next weekend. And uh, always, always, always love that band. Everything they do, they're just killer. This is the title track of their latest. It's called Vicious. Brand new from Hailstorm on Junk Band Radio. You make me vicious Watch as I make the pain my mistress You can call me Miss Malicious I'll dress you up in stitches No, I cannot resist this If it don't hurt, I get suspicious What doesn't care? Narcissistic and mean 
dangerously
Junkman Radio. Oh, pretty baby. <laughs> oh, man. Love it. That's Blondie with Pretty Baby from the Parallel Lines record. Oh, man, what a great song. Great band. They were something else. And now, you know what? They're still around, which is funny. They're they're still touring, you know, Clem Burke and, of course, Debbie Harry and uh, those guys, Chris Stein. They're still still touring in one form or another and still got it. You know, they got something to say still. You know, they were always rather edgy, but I love that song. And I always sing that song to my girlfriend all the time. Hey, pretty baby. She likes it. So when I sing it anyway. <laughs> all right, I'm Junk Man having fun today on a, uh, on a beautiful Southern California day on Junk Man Radio. Let's see what we did before Blondie. Oh, let's roll up on the sidewalk and take a look here, shall we? What do we got? What, uh, what's going on? Oh, we played some Muse. I haven't played any Muse on the show uh, up until then. How about that? I love that song. Starlight. Just a great, great, big sound out of a three-piece band. Muse from Great Britain. Another song that I hadn't played before is a band called Ludo, L-U-D-O. And that song was called Love Me Dead. I love the vocals in it. Very reminiscent to me of uh, kind of an Oingo Boingo kind of thing, vocal-wise. And just, you know, just whoever the guy is that lead sings on that band, he's just, uh, he's pretty awesome. I like it. I never heard anything else but them from them, but that particular song was out, I think, I don't know, about 10 years ago. But the uh, song was called Love Me Dead. I always liked it. But Ludo, L-U-D-O is the name of that band, if you liked it. Uh, Hailstorm, brand new from Hailstorm and Vicious. Those guys, quality band, will be coming to see you. Actually, they're going to be uh, hitting the road with um, with New Year's Day band. And uh, I believe in this moment. But uh, I'm going to go see them solo in uh, Las Vegas in about a week or so. And I always look forward to seeing them because they're a good time. Great show, always, from that particular band. This particular band, too, I'm going to play some oldies. Well, not oldies, but, you know, one of those songs that goes back a little bit. I love the Foo Fighters. I know you do, too. So here's some Foo Fighters. Just thinking about times like these. It's Junk Band Radio.
something wrong And you can't put your finger on it Right then, roll to me Radio. That'll make you feel good. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Del Amitri from the Heat or Hatful of Rain. Best of record from them. Uh, Del Amitri. Great vocals. Great rock band. I like what they do. They had great songs, which is essential these days, you know? You gotta have the songs, my friends. Good stuff from Del Amitri. For that, my buddies in the band Venice, who I just went to go see about a week or so ago, who are just absolutely the best vocal band around. Uh, the brothers and cousins Lennon and Venice from their first record. That was a, a, a remake of a Les Dudek song. And the song was called uh, Sacrifice the Fool. And it just kind of sp- showcases their four-part harmonies and just musicianship all the way around. If you ever want to go check out a great band, go check out uh, Venice theband.com from Venice Beach, California. And they're really, really something else. I can't say enough about them, but, you know, hey, you know, (laughs) time is limited. You know, I only have a few hours to do the show, so more great vocals before that. I'm just in that vocal kind of mood, you know, obviously you can tell. And uh, Jellyfish from the Spilt Milk record and their classic New Mistake. Any song you play from Jellyfish would, uh, would... Absolutely fit into whatever I'm going with, you know. <laughs> Make you feel real good with uh, with anything that Jellyfish does. So I hope you enjoyed that as well. Uh, let's see what I started that set with. Then, oh, Foo Fighters. Times like these. Great song from Foo Fighters. I love playing that particular one because it's just one of my favorites. You know, it's just bottom line. Great song, Okay. I hear a lot of great music out there, but just not great songs, you know? You get all this crap that's going out there that people are stepping out of their, their car to to dance along with while the car's still rolling, you know? <laughs> Guys, come on, you know? Spend some time, write some quality songs, learn your instruments and your vocals and all the rest of those things, and we'll come up with something cool again, you know? That'd be kind of nice. There are bands that are doing that, and hopefully I can turn you on to quite a few of them. All right, so today, and actually this past weekend, uh, was the 49th anniversary 
of the Woodstock Festival, which, you know, I hope some of you guys were able to attend and tell stories about. There were many that were. And uh, a lot of great music and a lot of great times have been had. Some cool movies have been made about it, including uh, the movie Taking Woodstock, which I really like. If you ever get a chance to see that movie, Taking Woodstock, it's all about a a guy uh, whose family owns a hotel, which was up near the Woodstock Festival. And basically, it's about a guy that got the, the permit for the Woodstock Festival when the original location fell through. And uh, all the things that happened. <laughs> when you have 400,000 hippies all together in 1969, upstate New York, in uh, Max Yasker's farmland. And it's just a lot of fun about all the uh, the things that happened with that particular movie. But, uh, yeah, the real story is, you know, it uh, it just showed that uh, as Max Yasker, who owned the land on which the festival was, said, you know, uh, people can get together. 300 kids can have three days of music and fun and nothing but music and fun. You know, I've been to places that felt like that. Actually, I went to the second Woodstock Festival, Woodstock 94, and it was very similar to that. I had a blast for three days jumping around in the mud and listening to bands that I'd never heard of before. And I I will have to come up and do a set of Woodstock 2 songs maybe sometime today, perhaps. That would be kind of cool. But right now, I'm going to do a Junk Band six-pack. And today's Junk Band six-pack is dedicated to our sponsor, for today, which is VintageRock.com. VintageRock.com is a killer website run by a good friend of mine that I write for and do things for every now and then, and they've decided they want to be part of Junk Band Radio and are going to be one of my sponsors here, So, which is really cool. But VintageRock.com. And they got all kinds of uh, fun things with with uh, all classic, whatever you want to call kind of rock, you know, van- bands. But up to today's releases, too. They get all kinds of great stuff. But I'm going to dedicate this next set of Woodstock music, bands that played at Woodstock, to VintageRock.com. So you got to start it out with this one. You just have to, and that's all there is to it. It's Crosby, Stills, and Nash with the theme that was uh, written a couple of days later by one Joni Mitchell who uh, who was who wanted to play the festival but had some TV shows booked but she wrote this song about uh, after hearing about the festival, and it was redone by Crosby, Stills, and Nash so well that I'm going to play it for you right now. So it's the VintageRock.com six-pack on Junk Band Radio. Don't eat the brown acid, okay?
man. <laughs> Junkman Radio wrapping up a, a VintageRock.com six-pack. That's right. We got a six-pack going. That's a, new, a feature on my show. And uh, today's six-pack was sponsored by our good friends from VintageRock.com. Celebrating the 49th anniversary of the original Woodstock Festival. Hope you dug that one. Wrapping it up, of course, the way this festival is pretty much wrapped up with Jimi Hendrix doing his version of the Star Spangled Banner. But I played six songs from artists that actually were there and played not necessarily all the songs that were played there because, you know, we've heard them all a million times and I just kind of wanted to get into some of the ones that I like by those particular artists. But that one, of course, you know, you got to play. Hendrix, Star Spangled Banner, and um, nobody did it better than Jimmy. It was incredible. For that, I did Mountain with Theme for an Imaginary Western. Yes, Mountain played at the Woodstock Festival, and, of course, they didn't make the cut on the movie, but uh, nonetheless, they uh, they kicked ass. Always, what a killer band. And uh, Leslie West is still out there playing it. But Theme for an Imaginary Western, written by one Jack Bruce, which is a great song, too. Uh, Joe Cocker did Delta Lady. I love that version of that song. It's a Leon Russell song. But Joe Cocker, of course, did that masterful performance at Woodstock. Uh, you know, I actually saw him at Woodstock, too. That's how we woke up to, uh, you know, with a little help from my friends is how we woke up in the morning on the second day of the, I think it was the second day of the, uh, the Woodstock 94 Festival. Santana, Soul Sacrifice before that. And, of course, that was featured in the Woodstock movie and the Woodstock Festival. And, of course, Michael Shreve, young Michael Shreve on the drums over there, just killing it during that song on Soul Sacrifice. Carlos Sandana was tripping his face off on acid playing that song. And a lot of people, that was the first time they'd ever heard of Santana. I played the Grateful Dead, who incidentally, yes, did play at the original Woodstock Festival, but they weren't pleased with their performance because they had a lot of electricity issues going on, and they were getting zapped every time they touched the microphone and things like that that were going on after the, you know, I guess they played after it rained, so I played Box of Rain, which is a great song from Grateful Dead, and I hope you enjoyed that. And uh, that's always been one of my favorites, Phil Lesh vocals on that one, which was a rarity. And I started things out with the right way, with uh, with Crosby, Stills, and Nash doing their version of the song Woodstock. You get it? All right. Of course, as I mentioned uh, on the intro to that song, that uh, Joni Mitchell wrote that song. Oh, man. Like a couple of days afterwards, after hearing all the reports from the Woodstock Festival. I'm live on Facebook right now. I hope uh, my Facebook people are digging Junk Band Radio, and that's what I'm doing right now. And uh, I just, man giving props to the uh, to the Woodstock guys. I met both of the festival promoters, too. I've met uh, Michael Michael Lang, and I met Artie Kornfeld and spent some time with them. Michael's a great guy, and he's still, he looks really young. He's got to be in his 70s right now, and he still looks like that young, curly-haired guy, you know? <laughs> it's pretty awesome, and he's still there, you know? And he, he, I met him at a festival a couple years ago. I met Artie Kornfeld, who was the money guy, who spent basically three days at Woodstock tripping his face off. And uh, he, was, he was the guy that uh, originally was the guy that got the money for the place. And uh, <laughs> I have a signed Woodstock poster at my house that he had signed. So Artie and Michael, good job. 
Um, I know you lost your ass on that festival, but hey, you know, it was a lot of fun for everybody that was involved. I know Woodstock 94 was a blast. And then, of course, the one in 99 was just a freaking a riot, just a tragedy. Just, you know, a bunch of spoiled kids that really, really, really took the whole Woodstock brand and kind of fucked it all up. But anyway, that one, again, a, a vintage rock six-pack. So thanks to my sponsors, VintageRock.com. Go check them out. And you're listening to me, Junk Man, on Junk Man Radio. Hope you're enjoying this. I was watching some of the 94 Woodstock uh, footage of which I attended for three days with uh, with a couple of my buddies, and which was so much fun. And this was the first time that I saw bands like this. This is, uh, this is Green Day. <laughs> and... The big mud fight. If you ever get a chance, go on YouTube and check out Green Day's performance. And at the end of it, this great big mud fight that they had where people were taking clumps of of mud and hurling it at the stage. And it was so much fun. It was a blast. But uh, anyway, here's this basket case from Green Day. It's Junk Band Radio. Enjoy. Do you have the time to listen to me whine? About nothing and everything all at once I am one of those melodramatic fools Neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it Sometimes I give myself the creeps Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me it all keeps setting up I think I'm cracking up And I'm just paranoid I'm just stuck I went to a drink To alibi my dreams She says it's like a sex that's bringing me down I went to a Yeah. 
Junk Man Radio. That, my friends, is live. Yes, the band live. From the Throwing Copper record that's called All Over You. That set of four tunes uh, were some of the bands I saw mostly on the first day of the Woodstock 94, which was, man, I mean, Quite a, quite a ways. It was actually on the same weekend as the original Woodstock Festival back in 1994. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> the 25th anniversary of that at the time. And it was interesting. You know, I got up there. I went up there with uh, some friends of mine from high school. I flew back east and borrowed my parents' uh, VW camper. Which to make it authentic, you know. Of course, we had some really cool hippie tunes, and drove up there and uh, had a good time and walked right in the gate, man, absolutely free. <laughs> and what we saw for the next three days was was pretty cool. I mean, although with a lot of mud and a lot of rain, but it was the first time for me for a, a few things: getting naked at a festival, which I had to go clean off my clothes. I actually sat in an area. I found my way to the backstage area, and I, there was a. There was a, uh, I was soaked to the bone, and I was shivering. I was so cold. And Rollins' band, I remember, was on stage at the time, just rocking out. You know, people were just full of mud and running around and just, just getting crazy in, in the mosh pit. And I ended up backstage, and I found this generator that was blowing off some heat. And I said, hey, this might be a great time to take off my clothes and, and put them up against this heating generator and dry them off, which I did. And it worked great. It worked perfectly. Within about 10, 15 minutes, my clothes were nice and toasty. And I put them back on. And then I realized that some guy had been filming me for about 10 minutes. <laughs> I looked. I've looked. I've never seen any of that footage anywhere, thank God. So hopefully he just took one look at my naked body and said, yeah, go find some girls to go shoot, you know. But, yeah, uh, that band live played, and I really, really enjoyed them. That was the first time I had seen them. Now, I saw them. You know, the band broke up over the years and got back together again at another festival that I went to called the Rock on the Range Festival in uh, Columbus, Ohio, and a couple years ago. And I met the governor of Ohio there, Mr. John Kasich, in the photo pit. He was there because he's a big fan of the band live. And it was great because I went up to him, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to have some fun with this guy. And I went up and I asked him to give me a harumph because he's the governor. You know, I wanted to give the governor a harumph. And he didn't know what I was talking about at first, but then he realized it. And he was a good guy. And he gave me a harumph back after I harumphed him. So, John Kasich, you're a good dude. You know, I'm not into politics or anything like that, but uh, I thought you were uh, quite a swell guy. And he's a big rock and roll fan, man. He likes the band live and he likes Chili Peppers and a bunch of other bands. I've got some of it on video of that, on my, of that confrontation or actually that uh, approaching him on my phone. The band James preceded that. Remember them? They had that one hit, and that's what I played. The song called Laid. <laughs> All about getting laid. And they, were, they played the first day of Woodstock 94. I'd never really heard them, but I knew the song. And they played it, and it was great. So when I walked in, Blues Traveler was playing. Blues Traveler was really big right around them. I mean... And so was the singer at the time, too, before he lost a whole lot of weight, John Popper. And he, they were playing when we walked in the gate. So that was the first band that I saw at Woodstock 94. And uh, that's a version of the Sly and the Family Stone song, I Want to Take You Higher. And Sly and the Family Stone played the original Woodstock Festival and played that particular song. You can see it on the Woodstock movie 
great version of that. But uh, Blues Traveler doing a really, really cool version, you know, of course, with uh, John Popper's just a master on the harmonica and uh, going all the way through it. And uh, I started that four set all with um, Green Day and Basket Case. Green Day, I was just watching the replay of that their frantic set that they played at on Sunday, I believe it was, at Woodstock 94. I remember I was get, I was exhausted and I wanted to leave, but somebody said you got to go check out Green Day. And I'm like, "All right, you know, I've heard one of their songs before. I think I'll go check them out." And luckily for me, I was towards the back cuz up in the front of that area, it was filled full of mud as we call the mud people. They were yelling at them all week long, mud people, people covered in head to toe in mud. And they decided to mosh it up in front, of course, with Green Day playing, which was natural. And they decided to start flinging chunks of mud and grass at the band until the stage was completely filled. And naturally, of course, Billy Joe and the guys from Green Day are a lot of fun, and they were hurling it back, and they were having this huge fight between the crowd and the band with mud, and there was complete chaos going on. People jumping on the stage and flipping over backwards, and the security just didn't know what to do. They were they started to, to cover stuff up with plastic until they realized that it was a losing cause, so they just tried to clear everybody out of there. And somewhere in the chaos, uh, Mike Durnt, who's their bass player, was mistaken for one of these guys that are jumping around in the chaos. Now, you see him for most of the end of the set sitting on his ass in a big pile of mud, clapping his feet together, <laughs> just enjoying the moment. But one of the security guards mistook him for one of the revelers, and, they, and I believe they broke his jaw. But that was an interesting story about uh, some of the goings-on that was happening back then in Woodstock 94. Now, about five years later, they had to... Another promoter decided to do Woodstock 99, and it was just this complete farce. It was, it was in a really bad location. They were overcharging people like too much money for water, and the people revolted, and they had a big riot, and they basically burned the place down to the ground. And uh, so that was kind of a bummer. But the second one was a lot of fun. I had a good time there for those three days, and I got in absolutely free. Saw some great bands. Uh, some of the bands on the list uh, had played the first one, you know, like uh, Joe Cocker, I had mentioned earlier, he played. Um, who else played? Uh, I know uh, Blues Traveler, Jackal, Delamitri, who I played earlier, played live, played James, who I just played, played uh, King's X. I saw them there. First time I'd seen Cheryl Crow was there, Collective Soul, Candlebox. Uh, the second stage was or the second day, I saw Joe Cocker, who was the first band on. Blind Melon, remember them? Cypress Hill, Rollins Band, Melissa Etheridge, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Nine Inch Nails, Metallica, and Aerosmith were the last three bands. And that was the scariest mosh pit I was ever on. I, I couldn't get up because the mud was so deep after the rains that the mosh pit was just incredible and got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh especially during Nine Inch Nails and Metallica. And then uh, by Aerosmith, I would just, I watched a couple of songs and I said, I got to get out of here. And I did. Um, daytime, I think the Cranberries played and uh, Salt and Peppa. Primus played. Uh, Sunday, uh, I saw the Almond Brothers band, Traffic, Spin Doctors. Remember them? Oh, yeah. 
porno for pyros, Bob Dylan. Red Hot Chili Peppers were the band that was playing when I was leaving. I did see Paul Rogers and Slash at one time on Sunday, too. And they were really cool, too. So, you know, it was quite a lineup that uh, Woodstock 94, August 13th and 14th, 1994, which was a blast. And uh, so a couple bunch of uh, tunes that I played from there right here on Junk Man Radio because I can and I want to. And I want you to hear it. So right now I'm going to go back to uh, one of my favorite artists. I love this guy. He's awesome. And uh, his name is Dave Edmonds. Dave Edmonds just really, really gets it. And uh, when it comes to some of the cool tunes that he's played, this one's a Bruce Springsteen song called From Small Things Mama, Big Things, or it's actually From Small Things, Big Things Come, but he puts the word mama in there like Bruce did. And I hope you enjoy it. So From Small Things, Big Things Come, One Day Come, this is Dave Edmonds. You're listening to Junk Band Radio. Oh, my God. 
you see my picture in the papers yesterday when I was on the front page? That was a funny picture. I looked like I was catching flies, you know? Had my mouth wide open like, I don't know, it was like, let's take those kind of shots. Anyway!
Baby, that's swinging. <laughs> you betcha, baby. <laughs> Love it. That's Al Jardine uh, from the Beach Boys, along with his good buddy Steve Miller, doing a remake of the old Beach Boys hit, uh, Help Me Rhonda. That's from his Postcards from California record, which it was great. He, he, when he came out with that record, he did it in-store at a, re- at a record store, and I got to go hang with Al for a little while and talk about things and He's just a really, really, really nice guy. Very humble. Tells lots of great stories about the days at the Beach Boys and just doing fun things like that. You know, I think he's still pretty. I think they still do the Beach Boys together. I think he's still part of that. And uh, just a great version of that song. I love it. It's just I love the tempo on that. And that's Norton Buffalo, who has played with Steve Miller for many, many years on the harmonica on there too. So it's a great mix or matchup with the two of them. And I want to send that one out to. Uh, to my good buddy Lito Ricky and his new wife Rhonda, that's uh, that's to you guys. Okay, I hope you're listening in here at Junk Band Radio live at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, California. And uh, great song, help me, Rhonda. Just love the tempo in that. Just it's so laid back, man. You could tell they're having a really really good time when they recorded that. Uh, for that, Robert Plant. A solo one from him, 29 Palms. I got that idea. I went to go see my old uh, guitar player and buddy Andy the other day with his band, and they played that song. You know, they were down at this uh, this country bar down in San Juan Capistrano in the afternoon. I hadn't gone out and seen a 
rock band playing a cowboy bar in quite a while, but they they just nailed that one right there. 29 Palms. So, Andy, that one's going out to you, buddy. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. 29 Palms. Great song, man. Just, you could feel it, huh? Feel the heat in your desert. You know, it's like the song says. Uh, Bruce Springsteen before that, and a live version from the brand new uh, release of the Roxy concert, which has been a bootleg for many, many years. The Roxy in Los Angeles concert from um, July 7th, 1978. And that was, that's uh, been in the, that's been in the, the bootleg collector series for a long time, and they decided to just take it and release it, and it sounds great. And uh, Bruce and the band just kicking ass. I think that was the week where they were on the cover of both Time and Newsweek magazine. It's just Bruce at his when he's just busting out and a uh, live version of Badlands right there. Great song. And Dave Edmonds preceded that, like I mentioned, with a Bruce Springsteen song from from Small Things. Big things one day come. All right. It's me, your pal, Junk Band, on Junk Band Radio, bringing you the tunes that I love so much, and I hope you do, too. Are you enjoying it? Let me know. You know, just uh, contact us here at uh, at Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, right next to the world-famous Doll Hut. Your one-stop shopping for recording and rehearsing and band lockouts, man. They got deals going on. Check out the website. Look around. It's a very, very cool place. I dig it. And I dig this, too. I played it on my show oh, a few weeks back, and I thought I'd do another repeat of it. I love this song. I, I'm a big George Harrison fan, as I'm sure many of you are. And this one really, you know what? It's one of those ones you just don't hear a whole lot, and it's from the Lethal Weapon 2 soundtrack. I love the sound of his slide guitar on this song. It's just a great thing. It's a Jeff Lynn from ELO production, and it's called Cheer Down. So let's cheer down. With George Harrison on Junk Man Radio. Yeah. 
Junkman Radio, Electric Light Orchestra, and Fire on High. Yep, that's the name of that one. Remember that was the name of the uh, that was the theme for the CBS Sports Spectacular, or one of those things, you know, from the seventies, one of the sports shows. Always great tune, but just showing the genius of Mr. Jeff Lynn, of which a lot of people have been talking about, because uh, they've been showing that thing on television. I believe it was Showtime or Home Box Office or one of those ones where they were showing the, the ELO live at Wembley. And they, uh, they just passed through Los Angeles just uh, last week and uh, seeing Jeff Lynn with that incredible background band that, uh, that is just known as Jeff Lynn's Electric Light Orchestra right now. So, But, uh, yeah, very cool. I mean, uh, when they, they had hit after hit after hit after hit in the 70s, and just a great band, Bev Bevan on drums and amongst other people, but yeah, just the incredible production skills and singing and guitar playing of one Jeff Lynn, who produced so many bands, and I, I played a set of, of um, some of the music that Jeff has produced, amongst others. He did uh, that Tom Petty song from Tom Petty's Full Moon Fever solo record. That was called The Apartment Song. Cool little rocker. One of my new favorites... I don't know. I just love this song and the record. Um, it was Brian Adams from, I believe, 2016. He came out with an album, and, and Jeff produced it, and that song was called Don't Even Try. I saw that tour. I loved it, and uh, I really have always loved Brian Adams' music. And George Harrison started out with uh, Cheer Down from the soundtrack from uh, Lethal Weapon 2. And, of course, George was uh, with Jeff in the... All-star band, the Traveling Wilburys, as most of you know, and did some work together with that as well. And uh, Jeff, of course, produced not only that song, but also uh, his work with uh, on Cloud, the Cloud Nine album and others. But uh, yeah, just, you know, just a really, really great producer and just he has an amazing ear for music. And uh, I, I really, really like what he does. So, All right, I'm Junkman. Another guy that worked with him, too, is Joe Walsh. I like Joe Walsh a lot, and uh, I believe he worked with him on this uh, particular album, although maybe not this song. But I like this song a lot because it's uh, just got a good feeling about it, and I'm a big Joe Walsh fan. Just He's he's one of those guys that I'm always going to, when he comes out with a record, I'm going to buy that record immediately. Even if I haven't heard it, I'll just buy it because I know it's going to be good. And this was his first record that he came out with in many years I think like 12 years and he sobered up and he got his act together and uh, I love the message of this particular song because I kind of feel it myself it's from the Analog Rec- Analog Man album from Joe Walsh this one's called Lucky That Way and it's a great song just get into this and I hope you uh, it makes you feel good too it's all about uh, looking back in your life and seeing accomplishment right? You get it? All right. It's Joe Walsh on Junk Band Radio.
Stop now. Let's keep going, baby. Let's work it, huh?
don't stand no cheating, my babe. Oh yeah, she don't stand no cheating, my babe. Oh yeah, she don't stand no cheating. She don't stand none of that midnight creeping, my babe. True little baby, my babe. My babe, I know she'd love me, my babe Oh yes, I know she'd love me, my babe Oh yes, I know she'd love me She don't do nothing but kiss and hug me, my babe True little baby, my babe Just when you thought you're going to end, you know, do a little back sell there, you just get into it, you know? And we did, had to do a little boogieing over there, and that's what it's all about. And uh, right there, some little Walter with the classic My Babe with uh, a little help from, well, not only me at the end of that, but uh, uh, Muddy Waters, you know, singing that background vocals on it. Oh, yeah, I'm playing guitar. Love it. Love, love, love little Walter, man. Just couldn't beat his harmonica style. It was just badass. A band called the Red Devils preceded that and uh, at the club King King. And the song was called Automatic, and I just love that song. I dig it, man. That just gets me ready to shake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kenny Wayne Shepard and the guys from uh, doing a little Let Me Up, I've Had Enough for that one. Great little blues boogie. And had canned heat right there with "Let's Work Together," just that, just the one. It just like it got in my head, and I said, "I got to keep this rolling," you know. So, played Jeff Healy, and from the soundtrack from the movie Roadhouse, yeah, that really bad Patrick Swayze movie, and uh, that uh, song was "I'm Tore Down," an old blues classic, right there. Uh, Bonnie Raitt with "Will You Won't You" for that a band called the Mother Truckers preceded them. Be preceded Bonnie, I should say, with a song called Streets of Atlanta. 
And I started out with uh, Joe Walsh and Lucky That Way, kind of my theme song. Love it. Man, I'm telling you, there's so much music to play that I just it just gets me rolling. And sometimes I just don't want to stop. But uh, I'm going to be wrapping up here pretty soon. But uh, in the meantime, let's just keep rocking, okay? We rock, we roll, we blues, we stroll, we shuffle, we do it all on Junk Band Radio right here live at Dollhead Studios in Anaheim, California. Right now, we're going to get into, uh, well, an old classic from Nirvana. Yep, this is the one that really made me think I want to rock with Nirvana. It's Junk Band Radio on a plane.
the jerk right here in the studio baby to the caesars the name of that band and jerk it out great song love it man i'm just dancing away you know loving loving swinging baby that's swinging yeah (laughs) ah so much fun i love the rock man that is just the way to do it got that cheesy farfisa going on over there with the caesars from the paper tigers record for that, the Knickerbockers, going back to the 60s, went lies. Man, is that Beatlesque or what? I love that song. Just dig it. I also did uh, the Red Button, something new from them called Tracy's Party. Cool song, isn't it? I love it. And started things out with Nirvana with On a Plane. Mm. Many of you are right now, this holiday vacation season, perhaps, you know? I know I got people coming into town because I live where, at the beach where everybody wants to be. And that's where I'm about to go right now. So me, Junk Man, I'm getting out of here for the day. I uh, want to thank you guys for listening in. Hope uh, you're going to be carrying on and uh, telling people all about Junk Man Radio. I'd like to thank my sponsors, uh, VintageRock.com, for laying me on some cool tunes. And going to have a lot more of those to go. I'm going to leave you with something very cool. I love this song. It's just, you know, that's why I play the music I play. I just find something that I like, be it new, be it old, be it rock, pop, funk, punk, whatever you want. I got it all, and I give it to you, and that's what makes uh, my show what it is. So 
I'm out of here. Why? Because I love you. And that's the name of the song. It's called Because. It's going back to 1964 with the great Dave Clark Five. Junk Man out of here. I'll see you next time on Junk Man Radio.